When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello and welcome to the Bachelor Podcast. This is Jared Freed here, live in Betch's studios. Uh, we have our good friend and co-host, Kay York City. Kay Brown is on vacay. If you follow vacay for Kay, right? That's a vacay. You know, that's that, that could be a whole new segment for us. Kay is on vacation. Um, if, if you're following her on Instagram, you're getting the play-by-play. She seems to be having a wonderful time, and we're all happy for her. So. We wanted to keep the show rolling. We have a special guest co-host while Kay is out of town. The person behind the TikTok and Instagram account, Zachary Reality. Zachary, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. It is an honor to fill in for Kay. I always run into her at the bungalow in Santa Monica. So and you're part Venice. of the scene. I'm part of the scene. Okay, are you so? Uh, this is this is good information because we, you know, I am one of the, you know, I'm the lowly 37 year old watching with popcorn on my couch. You're involved with Bachelor Nation adjacent in the way Kay is. I am. I definitely have a lot of friends on this season. Not able to post with all of them right now because I've done sure. some, some dashing spoilers. So definitely hanging out with some people out here, and um, I am also getting the play by play of Kay in Bali right now. So. Um, looks like a fun trip. Who isn't? If you're following Kay, you, you know, you watch every story, but I- Every story. I'd love to hear what was your first kind of adjacency, I guess, I, I, I'm for lack of a better Ooh. word, to The Bachelor Nation. Like, who were you close with that initially got you involved in this kind of Bachelor scene? Well, I mean, like, I've been meeting Bachelor people for a long time because I am a huge fan of the show. I've been watching since I was maybe like- 11 years old, so mm -hmm. it's been a minute. I started Jake Pavelka season, um, but I didn't start like talking about the show and like making it a profession until about two or three years ago. So I started becoming friends with some of the girls from Matt James's season. And mm -hmm. then as I started to grow my TikTok, I kind of just started connecting with pretty much everyone over the past couple of years. And you know, whoever's in LA, I usually just see around or at events and stuff. What's it like to party with a bachelor contestant? bachelor i use bachelor to, to explain the whole you know the whole universe so like you know you're out in la and do you feel like you're a confidant to them do you feel like you're on the outside looking in what is the feeling of that hang when you're amongst these you know the, the these mythic gods and goddesses what is it like Oh my, well, it's definitely changed. I don't really feel like a lot of the contestants kind of grow a following anymore. So, mm. you know, sometimes I feel like more people are coming up to me from my TikTok, you know, talking about the show. So honestly, I Very definitely think I'm more of a confident. 
Yeah, um, you know, I have all the tea, and I used to post a lot more tea when I was getting started and some spoilers and stuff, uh, but now I've kind of laid low on that since it's not really necessary. It just kind of causes a little bit more drama when you air too much. So just let the TV show play out, and um, it's kind of fun to just know what's going to happen before it does. Well, it's got to be harder once you become friendly with these people, and as you said, the, the followings have changed. You know, when you could, you know— Caitlin Bristow is considered a celeb at this point. She is not yes. one of us. So it's a little bit easier to be like, I got the tea on Caitlin and Tasha. A little bit harder yeah. to be like, hey, I have the tea on, you know, Kira, uh, <laughs> Kira and, and Jill from yeah. you know, Bachelor in Paradise, which we're going to get into right now. So very exciting to have you here. Zach Reality on TikTok as well as Instagram. Uh, what? So what do you think of this Bachelor in Paradise season before we get into like just overview, you know, uh, you know, 30,000 feet. What do you think of this season so <laughs> far? I mean, I kind of think it's a joke. This might be the worst season ever. And I love all the contestants. So it's no shade to them. But I think right. that the it, maybe we're just so exhausted from Gabby and Rachel's season. That was the most difficult season to cover with the double love stories mm. and all of the drama. But it just kind of feels like this season, like how, how could you take it seriously and watch it? Like it's the producing is just not good. It's just very dry. Too many cast members. And I mean, it, it just feels like a joke. I agree with you, with, uh, especially with four hours a week. It, it feels yeah. like they're rushing it along. And it's like we want to do. That you know, like we're gonna miss things to go over. There's fun moments that could have gone over that we really can't in an hour recap because it's just there's so much, there's just so much. And it's like, I would rather this be two hours a week done. Let it, you know, let us sit with it like a nice glass of wine, chill out. It feels rushed, it feels like we're not gonna get to everything. I I mean they I agree with you as far as the production wise. It's just four hours a week. I think they did it once and it worked. Now it doesn't. And you know what? I'm new to Bachelor in Paradise. Like I, I always watch oh, The really? Bachelor. I always watch The Bachelorette. Last season was the first Bachelor in Paradise I really got into. And this season, I'm like, I can't believe this show was as beloved as it was. Like I can't believe because people would rave about it. And I'm not trying to yuck. The yum, because we both watched, we both, you know, I enjoyed elements of this episode. Elements. Right, like, but like the Ashley I. Jared, the idea that the audience had such a connection with Ashley I. and Jared's relationship and getting married that they come back now like they're, they're alumnus. Right, like, I can't even believe that, that, that people had the connection, because I have no connection with the people now to have that type of connection with them then. You know what I mean? I mean, I think Ashley and Jared are like OG favorites. Their love story was very um, interesting to watch because she was like obsessed with him for like two years right. while he friend zoned her before he gave it her, gave her a chance. So I guess, you know, you, the moral of the story is just manifest your dream man and hopefully they come to right. you. But I mean, I think that right. they should have just hosted the show. Like Jesse Palmer gives me nothing. If they wanted to bring yeah. back Ashley and Jared, they should have just been the host and it would have been fun Jesse can come back for Bachelor, but I think that um, I agree with you. And I also think that we need to talk candidly about the fact that this show has gone so downhill to the point where it's the beginning of the end. And I say that as a viewer who's been watching for mm. over a decade, like it's time to start like thinking about what Bachelor content creators are going to do because this show has no more legs to stand on. And I noticed that the engagement 
for me as someone who's been, you know, doing videos on the show for a yeah. couple years is at an all time low. I'm not used to only getting 26,000 views on a, on a recap. Like I used to be getting mm. a million every single week on a recap. So, I mean, I just don't think people are watching. Right. And I think it goes to the amount of the bachelor stuff that we've been getting kind of fed throughout the last five years or three years, so to speak. Yeah. And then it also, I agree with you in the sense that it's, people would rave about Bachelor in Paradise. And I would always refuse it because, you know, I like to make fun of the show. That's what got me into it. I like that it's, um, you know, this romantic love story that is easily, you know, fodder for jokes. And I was like, you know, I don't, I do, I do this, you know, I, you know, I was like, I even said this last week, it's tough. You can't put a hat on a hat, you know, like the, this is, this seems like all fun and games. So I always kind of was like, yeah, they're trying to be funny. They're trying to have personalities. I, I, that's not the world I want to get involved. I want to be, I want to make fun of Cinderella. I don't want to make fun of, you know, uh, Enchanted because Enchanted is its own spoof. So mm -hmm. I, I was what I kind of was like leery of this franchise or the version of the franchise. And then you get into it and you go, I definitely don't feel like people are as invested as they once were, but let's get into this episode. I'll let's go through the it. recap. Of, here's a brief synopsis of what happened on this week's episode of Bachelor in Paradise. Okay. I'll read this off. We'll, we'll go back and forth uh, from what we have here. We start the week with Victoria F coming in to instantly stir the pot. But did she? <laughs> Shanae asked Logan on a date and their redemption arc begins. Sally's suitcase shows up solo, causing the most drama. The men give out the roses at the rose ceremony, sending three women home. James and Aaron go on a double date where they turn enemies into friends. Rodney shows up on the beach just in time for Teddy to make her exit. So what did you name this episode, Zachary? I gave it um, Sally's Suitcase Saga because I think mm. that Sally got the most airtime this week. I mean, in my opinion, I think she was the main character. She is doing right. the absolute most while doing the absolute least. And honestly, I'm really here for it. Sally is my queen. Right. It, the Sally thing and you as someone who is g given kind of insider stuff, there was a lot floating around about Sally because Sally, you know, the, the backstory on Sally, she comes on to Clayton season barely she basically meets with Clayton before the limos even happen we find out that she recently had a marriage get uh, get broken off. off yeah and then she Clayton kind of foreshadowing his issues on his own show gets gives her a rose because he just wants to be liked by everybody and oh then God. she ends up leaving so what we find out is that Sally goes back and forth to her fiance, non-fiance many times, decides to maybe come on the show. And then we have this moment with Sally. It is uh, it, the retelling of Sally's thing, as we're going to get to later, is, is just kind of a it was a wild turn in Bachelor in Paradise. It, it was. <laughs> Quite a change. And so I gave. She's coming. She'll be there. She uh, was in the trailer. Apparently, she's she's coming. So, I called this this episode indecision theater on the subject. Sally, indecision. Is she coming? Is she going? Romeo, indecision. Uh, you know, deciding at the last possible moment to, you know, throw caution to the wind to see what else is out there. You know, everyone had this. It felt like everyone was like, I got something, but let me see if I could do better. It felt like, and that feels like that's what happens in the beginning of these, of Bachelor in Paradise. 
Well, I mean, I think a lot of people want to mingle and like talk more, but I think everybody also wants to secure a rose because if you don't get a rose, right. you go home. So it's like, all right, I might want to settle with Romeo for now just so I can get his rose because this is what Jill did. Right. And I was like, honestly, like you go, girl. She was just like, all right, I'll take the rose. And then the next day she's like, oh, yeah, it's done. I'm finished. New guys coming in. So it, it's it's dangerous territories. And I also just don't think mm -hmm. there's enough room on the beach I mean, I think that they kind of set it up where you're only allowed to like have these on conversations with the guys in certain day beds. So it's like everybody can mm. see who's talking. But I mean, if I was on the beach, I would want to sneak off to the side and, you know, maybe give someone a hand job or something like I mean, it seems like everyone is just in each other's business. Right. The, the, it is weird to me. Every every day bed seemingly is on a stage at, mm -hmm. you know, at a festival. Like Literally. every time someone goes to a day bed, everyone's like, oh my God, they're kissing. Oh my, what like there doing? was one part, right. They, there was one part where they were like, I think it was later in the second episode where Johnny and, um, Hunter Johnny Victoria? and Victoria or Johnny and Victoria were holding hands. Everyone's like, did they touch fingers? And you're like, how <laughs> are you seeing that? literally because they that's how they frame it and you know the guys and the girls they're in different bunks so they're not allowed to mm. speak they're not allowed to interact unless it's like in the main stage you only get off camera time if you're like a producer's favorite and you have a podcast which no one seems to have a podcast this season so it's all fair not game. yet <laughs> not yet <laughs> Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights out on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. And for a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with this exclusive link honeylove.com slash bachelor support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash bachelor when talking about shapewear honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to it is targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression it is amazing i've been wearing it for years now it fits me so well and i'm not kidding you when they say it doesn't roll down it does not roll down and it hugs you in all the right places their signature x targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves this piece is also a booty lifter boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash bachelor. And after you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Let's get to the episode. Okay, so we start with Victoria F. Comes in with a date card. And she asked Justin on the date and Genevieve is upset. They go ATV riding and swimming. What did, what, what's your overall thought about, you know, this part of the episode? What did you think of Victoria coming in? What did you think of Justin and Genevieve? I love Victoria. I think she's the hottest girl ever. She'll turn me straight if anybody Gorgeous. will, even though she won't. Um, but it seemed like she was going to pick Justin regardless. That was kind of her mindset going in. So, I mean, it's, it's her date card. She can do what she wants. The thing with Genevieve and Justin is that they are, are not meant to be. Like, they literally hate each other, and they probably just feel tied together because of, like, the rose and because of whatever. They hate each other. They need to just break up yeah. and be done. It, it was bizarre. 
It was actually like, if I'm Justin, I mean, Victoria, like, un- I mean, everyone's beautiful. Everyone look good looking. Believe me, we're, we're talking about, you know, uh, goddesses amongst goddesses. But I'm saying Victoria is like, whoo. And she comes in, you know, she didn't come in with a lot of personality. She came in, hey, I kind of like you. They go on their ATV date. Justin seems like he's got a lot to say. Seems like he turns it on at the right moment. But it was weird to me. Like Genevieve to me is a wet blanket. Like Genevieve, I wouldn't be able to spend seven minutes with her on this beach. She's definitely um, a little dramatic. Um, I think she's just- A little. (laughs) I'm trying to be nice. She's a little needy. She's a little needy in a relationship. It's literally day two. He's totally should be allowed to go on dates with other people. Right. But Genevieve is just looking for someone that's going to claim her in the first seven minutes, which I get it. Like I, I, I get jealous. I'm needy. I want attention. I get it, sure. but like, you gotta also be like, this is a show, he's gotta play the field. And she did the same thing the next day when she went on a date with Aaron. So she doesn't have a leg right. to stand on here. Here's what I knew Genevieve was a pain in the ass. The minute she went, it's my birthday tonight. And it's and like, it was her, anyone- It was always her birthday. Right, it's always gonna be, it's always that person's birthday. She mm-hmm. had to make, and the thing is about Genevieve, she couldn't just say, I'm upset that the guy I'm dating got asked on a date, which is, Rightfully so. She had to go, I'm upset and it's my birthday. So it's even worse than any of you people would have had if someone had taken them on a date because you don't have to deal with your birthday being ruined. It's like, and it was, oh, you are a pain in the ass. It, it actually was her birthday. So I just Googled it. Her birthday is June 11th. So I know that they were filming in June. I don't give a shit if it's her birthday. But, Lace, but Luce, like it wasn't Luce's birthday. Right. So how do we even fucking know? I'm sure next week it's going to be Haley's birthday or Sally's right, birthday everyone... or Justin's birthday or Ashley and Jared's twin birthday. Like you well, just never know. Well, they did say that it was Justin's. It is Justin's birthday next on the next episode. I think that no was a part of the preview. Way. Are I, you I kidding swear, me? <laughs> oh swear. my God. Yeah, I guess. But I, I just was like, I'm watching the Lace thing. That proves to me she's a pain in the ass too. She wasn't getting attention. She's like, how do I get attention? How do I pop out? Oh, the one resume item I didn't have to earn the day of my birth. You know, like I, Genevieve does the same thing. Genevieve has to up the ante to make herself more of the victim to get everyone else's attention. She like, all I kept thinking about during Justin being on the date and Genevieve being woe is me while back at the, at, at the beach was like, this would be the worst friend to go do a brunch with. Like, this would why? be the per. she would take over. It would be, not, you know, all, and can you believe it? It's like, we've done this story already, Genevieve. We're moving on. Next person's problems. Oh, my God. Well, I think she's going to fare a lot better with Aaron because he also brings a lot of drama to the show. He could be a little extra and stuff. So I think they'll be right. a better fit. I also think this is what the audience wanted. Um, we'll kind of get into that. Like we wanted to see this double date between James, Aaron, Shanae, and Genevieve. This is exactly what has been set up for months. Right. So, okay. So we go to, before we get to the, uh, the Aaron date, Michael and Sierra, they have the moment together. How do you feel about Michael and Sierra? They have serious conversations about life and his wife passing. What do you, what do you think of them as a couple? And, you know, just generally. I mean, I think they are having good conversations. I think that they're supporting each other. It's more of a friendship type of vibe. Um, I like I felt friendship them. too. I like that she's like, you know, really being there for him because obviously, you know, we, we saw what happened on Katie's season. He wanted to leave because of his son. So, it, you know, he might have some of those feelings being brought up again, being here and, you know, maybe missing his son. So I like that she's at least supporting him, but I don't really see it going anywhere. Right. I was watching their whole conversation and I was like, Michael's on the wrong show. 
Like he, well, what show? this he isn't the bachelor. Sh- he should be the bachelor. Like they're, yeah. they're having depthy conversation. None of this was beach fodder. And listen, we all feel horrible about what happened with Michael and we, we want him to find the one. And he seems genuine and serious about these conversations. But like, I even felt for Sierra, like, if I'm Sierra, like I, I feel for him, but I'm like also trying to get to know you. But like, how much can I tell my story, you know, at whatever age Sierra is? And, you know, obviously she doesn't have the things going on in her life, like or, uh, like a significant other passing, you know? So he's going, you know, t- telling like legitimate heartbreaking things and how I want to grow a life with someone and I'm missing out on these moments. And like Sierra's like, yeah, it's like it's sunny out. It's really nice. Um, you know, like want to yeah, take a dip I mean, in the. We want to have a margarita. Like, what is she supposed to say? It's not even. She's, she's like, well, I mean, whoever you end up choosing, they'll just you know fulfill your life and complete it, and it will be perfect right. for your family. I mean, she was being sweet, and I mean, I felt like she was uh, really absolutely. messy on Clayton's season. Like she was getting involved in all the drama. She was calling out every fucking bitch on Clayton's season. She oh, had no I love. I, I've always. I've loved her like minute one, I liked the way she called people out in a way, but I, and she did get involved in the Clayton stuff, but like there was a lot to get involved in, but I would, I, I, I just, she was great with Michael A. I, I definitely felt for her because I was like, what else are you going to, at what point does this become, Hey, we're on a beach and we, I'm trying to fuck you. Yeah, for sure. Well, she better find other options then. You know, if there's any other guys, I mean, I would I would encourage her to look sooner rather than later. Right. And and to me, I, you know, I felt for Michael A because I know, you know, it it's like he's like, maybe I can. It's weird because he's on a show where it's like, you know, genitalia musical chairs is really the, you know, the the premise and you're like, and then he's talking about how this is, and it's like, maybe this isn't the place for you to find the one. And and then you have to almost doubt his, you know, story, not the story that happened, but like where he's coming from. Cause you're like, dude, you have to know better than to come here to find that person. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I think he's going to find like, it. I really do. Okay, so then we have Shanae, and she gets the date card, and she asks Logan to go. They go dancing and drinks. They're hitting it off. What do you think about Shanae and Logan? That's my. This is my dream couple. This is my power really? couple. I love uh, this. Uh, I like the two chaotic people. I mean, Logan really didn't do anything that crazy, but it was totally right. blown out of proportion. And then did he have COVID? Totally did he agree. not have COVID? Did he jump off the ship? I love Shanae. I really liked her last season too. A couple things I couldn't agree with, but I really enjoyed her energy. So seeing her with Logan, this is a match made in heaven and, and I want to go to the wedding. Right. I watched this, the, the Logan and Shanae date. I love the rewrite she's getting. It is funny because it's, it's the same. Like Ashley, I tells you the story about, Oh, I was after him. And finally he was the one like, and, and you get this like story that really is a little bit, you know, that that has a lot of like uh, a lot of icing on the cake. It's a lot of, you know, it, it's been glowed up a bit. Sh- Shanae seems to be doing that for herself. And Logan's kind of helping her with that. You know, the, the idea that um, she had such a hard time on her season. All her hard <laughs> times were Shanae produced. Well, she did it to herself. 
Right. There was no, like, I, I, it was really just funny to me because I'm watching this date and I, I really, in my notes, I wrote rewrite. Logan, Sinead had a really hard experience. But Logan she had a really watch. Hard- Logan literally <laughs> did not right. watch her season. He has no idea what happened. Literally no idea. No. But I honestly want to see um, Sinead fight with the other girls again. Like, I, I feel like we need to kind of close that chapter, like, where she apologizes again or they just kind of hash more things out. Like, we're still invested in that story, and I want to kind of see those dynamics versus, like, all these dates. Sinead is a little bit incredible Hulk right now. She's in Bruce Banner's body, and the Hulk hasn't shown up yet. Like, you know Sinead has the ability to go <laughs> and and— to throw a trophy and but she hasn't done it and she has been again redemption is key for her i do think she has been she seemed chill she seems cool she seems like she's like there looking for you know some sort of dating she tells logan she's been cheated on by every guy she's ever dated It, it seems like logan wants to give her like a little bit more of a nice guy thing while also being over six foot tall like something she's never experienced you can't do both and Right, you can't do both. And he's like, it, it felt like it was sweet in that way where Logan did feel, the way Logan was talking, it was almost as if like, he's like, I know I can be the guy that she has never had, which was like very sweet in a way. <laughs> but that was after he just like totally ditched Haley and was like, <laughs> threw her to the side, which as you know, guys over six feet have a way to do. Well, listen, Logan has options. I mean, he's always, he's always had options, right? Like last season, Rachel right. Gabby. This season, it seems like a lot of the girls are into him. And I think some of the new girls, yes. keep, keep, girls who are going to keep coming are going to be into him. But I mean, I love Haley. I think she was the main character of the, that episode. Oh, come on. She stop was us. so funny. <laughs> Haley for Bachelorette. Like she did not oh, get off the, she did not get off the TV Haley screen. Haley for Bachelorette. Haley for President. <laughs> the whole season would be it would sound like a door so, needs oil she narrated the whole show through and through <laughs> Haley always sounded like a cat that was in heat the whole episode I I, I have some quotes written Haley wants Read Logan him. who's hanging out with Shanae goes to Genevieve who gives the opposite advice that she gave herself and then I wrote down the um, Logan plays aloof the whole time, Haley's like, well, what do you think? Logan goes full aloof, full hot dude. Like, I don't know what's going on. I have no emotional intelligence. And then Sinead gets the date card and gives it to her. And then Haley says she has butterflies for you, Logan, even though he showed no interest in her whatsoever. Well, maybe something happened off camera. I feel like Logan is a little <laughs> bit of a flirt. Um, so maybe Absolutely. he kind of let There's her There's no off. question of that. But Haley, she probably should have went for Michael A. I think that would have been way better for her. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm just kidding. That wouldn't have worked. (laughs) Maybe Jacob, (laughs) or actually Romeo. Jacob would have worked for Haley. Yeah, or because Jacob seems to have not a lot going on upstairs. Jacob downstairs ran. Wasn't a big leaf. Or, no, I'm well, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jacob does like, I mean, earlier in the episode, he does a workout class and he talks about how he has to lose just a little bit of belly fat. And you're like, okay, Jacob, I can't imagine having a more than five minute conversation with you. Yeah, but sign up, sign up for the class. You get a lot out of it. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. 
But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. So, okay, so we go to Sierra. I just want to go over, before we get into the Sally suitcase drama, they did this one thing, and I, I, I was like, this is why the, they need to do one episode a week. They come back from the first hour to the, the group hanging on the beach and they're all talking about what scars they have. And it was a fun moment and Sierra reveals she's missing a pinky. Yeah. I need to hear more about that. That, that is something we, we should have talked about for an hour on this podcast and we can't even get to it because it's like we have to do four, three additional hours here. I, when, when someone said that, or like I saw that she only had nine fingers, the whole day I was thinking, wow, like how does she have an extra, I thought she had 11. Like I was putting it in my mind. I'm like, oh, she has an extra <laughs> finger. That's so cool. Um, but you know what? I mean, I mean, I think that's awesome. She actually did go on Instagram live yesterday, I think, to talk about okay. it. I totally missed it. But maybe she saved it where she was, where she said that she was going to open up about having nine fingers because it just didn't make time for the episode. It needed more time. It was such an interesting thing. You're like, how did we not hear about this when you came out of the limo, like on uh, Colton season or Clayton, Clayton season? Like how? Well, like I, I couldn't believe it's been held back this long. I, yeah. I when she said I get ten percent off at the at the nail salon, I was dying. I like loved that personality, you know, thing. I, I it made me love her seven thousand times more, and I was like. And it's a good example for why four hours a week doesn't work. Like it's yeah. a good example, those small moments where you get to know these people, where you get that moment to go, I'm cheering for Sierra. You know, they go to hold hands and like they show them being like weirded out by holding hands, which was fun. And I'm like, I was like annoyed. Yeah, yeah. It made you love her 7,000 times more. It made me love her nine times more. No there. pun intended. <laughs> but I think that um, I saw that Wells Adams was saying that they bought like an extra six episodes or something. And then I guess they wanted to end the season before Thanksgiving. So they kind of just wanted to bash it out because um, it's going to be done in a month. It's, these ep it's almost done. The first week of November, it's over. Right. But this is why, the, you know, that's a mistake. You know, like I, I you, you rush this along, you rush us along. We want to sit. We want to sip these people like a glass of wine. We're not getting to do that. So the Sally suitcase show up happens. And I guess Genevieve, who, I mean, of course, she's like moping around the, the, the beach, crying everywhere she can. She finds this bag or this suitcase that's labeled Sally. So they start asking around what's going on with Sally. They go through her bag. I mean, the producers must have hated dealing with Sally because yeah. then they just proceeded to embarrass this woman behind her back because they open up her bags, which kind of a dickhead move. 
Oh, 100%. You don't open up anyone's stuff. The producers definitely hated Sally. And I think Sally right. hates the producers. Like, there's no there's no bad blood. I think she replied to a comment that someone's like, you should sue ABC. And she's like, I would if I could. But I think the thing is with Sally is that, bless her heart, but she's flaky. You know, she went to Clayton's season. They were probably pissed <laughs> that she wedding. left. <laughs> yeah, she went to Clayton's season. She flaked on her wedding. She flaked on Clayton's season. And now she's going to flake on Paradise. I think that the producer definitely flew to her house, like they said. They took her suitcase because that was the way to get her to the beach. Because otherwise she would have flaked out and not went. Or at least that's what they think. So then they added extra items to her suitcase to fuck with her. That was not her vibrator. That was not her waffle maker. It might have been her extensions, though. See, here's the thing. I either have to believe the whole thing or believe none of it. And I will say, I'm not Bachelor Nation adjacent. I'm a little bit farther away than maybe, I'm not at the Venice Beach House. I'm not <laughs> hanging with these people. I'm going off of, I had heard about this woman and her marriage and how okay. it kept going on and off, on and off. That was kind of out there from my sources. Um, allegedly. So allegedly this, this wasn't when they brought up Sally and I'm like, who's Sally? Then they reminded us it was from Clayton season and she's the one that was, and I go, okay, I had a background of this person has ended weddings, you know, like, and, and gotten back and forth with a fiance. Yeah. I, she's going to come. She's showing up. Well, I, I'm sure she's showing up at some point, but I do believe we, you know, I mean, I guess I believe the the, vi the vibrator thing was just like, uh, you didn't have to do the vibrator thing to make me believe the Sally story. It was almost like over the top in a way that I was like, this does, let me live in this fun story that seems completely true. Because when Wells told the story and he's talking about how a producer goes to pick her up and then she's like, go in the trunk, I'm going, I think this actually happened. Like I, I am, I'm willing to get to producer in the trunk with you. I'm not willing to get to, and look, her dildo's everywhere. Like, I'm not, that, you've gone, you don't need to do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now this has kind of brought up a bigger debate online where people are saying, like, how fucked up it is, that they went through her suitcase, they're embarrassing her. Um, so I think it'll be interesting to see what happens when she comes. And I mean, can I give a little tidbit? I think Sally has a reputation Please. of... Um, you know, going places and, and leaving pretty quickly. So I think it's going to be a shit show when she comes. It's going to be really good TV. Yeah, I hope so. I, I mean, I just, I and Wells got his moment, which probably was in his new contract with Sarah Hyland's agents. Mm -hmm. You know, Sarah Hyland's agents were like, he needs to get his five minutes of improv. He needs to do his sketch comedy thing. So we got Wells' big moment where he gets to dress up as everybody and he gets to be funny and he gets to show off. Oh, here's the story I like to tell. It was believable though, I have to say, that a producer came back and was like, you're not gonna believe what happened with Sally, which... That to me was like totally reasonable that, you know, like I, and I, I don't know. I, yeah. And I was like, for them to go the extra mile, you're like, all right, you know, good for her. She brought a vibrator. I don't know. What am I supposed to think about that? Well, that's why I said Sally is the main character. She is doing the most and the absolute least <laughs> at the same time. And she's right. carrying another season on her back while doing the Absolutely, well, not even being there. She's still carrying another season. She stays carrying seasons. Sally for Bachelorette. 
if she's she would haunting show up. <laughs> this beach. Right. So now we get to Justin talking to Genevieve um, after the date with Victoria. We have Genevieve's birthday. Oh, that was the funniest. Well, we're still on her birthday. That was the funniest thing to me. And and I agree with you. This Genevieve and Justin are not meant to be. They seem to not like each other. They seem to be a deal that they can't get out of. It was so funny when Justin is talking to someone else and he's like, he's about to go talk to Genevieve and they go, and he goes, and you could tell Justin was like, I'm going to dump Genevieve to go with Victoria. And then one of the guys is like, well, it's her birthday. Like, and he goes, yeah, it's tomorrow. <laughs> And they go, no, look at your watch. And he goes, 1201. Like it's as if you've entered, you know, it, it was as if you've entered the purge and the purge had just started. And they're like, oh, you can't break up with them on the birthday. It's not allowed. And it's like, well, maybe Justin just, and birthdays don't exist on this they beach. Fuck it. Well, didn't that happen to Tammy last year where she got dumped on her birthday? You could, right. you could do it. And Genevieve could find another option on the beach. I mean, if, she, if, if they wanted, they want Genevieve to stay for Aaron. So she could have got Jacob's rose or Casey's rose if she had to. Just do it now. So then he goes, he needs, he, so then he goes to her, he brings her a cake, but they don't even look at the cake. There is this talk Did of like. Did anyone eat that cake? I'm still hungry. Right. And Genevieve tough talks before. She's like, if I'm even just, if he still has to think about it, I'm leaving him. It's like, no, you're not Genevieve. You're not leaving him. That's not going to happen. And then Justin basically, I, if I was Justin, I was sitting there yelling at the TV going, end it. Go with Victoria. You have the hottest chick on the beach who's seemingly pretty chill, who didn't spend 24 hours just crying. Why would you even sign up for this? I, they don't, they're not compatible. They're just, they're looking for different things. And honestly, like, I know we're kind of calling her dramatic, but they're, they're, they just want different things. She wants someone that's going right. to claim her right away. That's what she's looking for in a relationship. Someone who's sure of her in the first five minutes. And I get it. Right. And he is looking for options and he's looking to take his time and they, they're not laughing together and they're just not compatible, but she seems to be making fun of herself on Twitter. So that's always fun. I wrote a quote from Genevieve, which shows you you know, what she's here for. This is from the next episode. She wrote, if I leave, I'll, if I leave single, I'll be very upset. Not if I leave without Justin, not if I don't leave with the right one. It's if I leave single, it is single, ha uh, unhappy relationship, happy. I don't care who it is. That's Genevieve's world. So we go to um, Romeo and this Romeo thing, he says he likes Jill, but doesn't want to commit on day two. So then he goes to Brittany, which Brittany, he goes to her and the conversation is a little awkward. He goes in for a kiss with Brittany and Brittany jukes him like, I mean, it was, it was Saquon Barkley level athleticism to get out of that kiss. What did you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think Brittany was trying to be like a girl's girl, but she obviously was not into Romeo. It was so awkward. Romeo and Romeo had the rose. So I think he was really just feeling himself. He's like, I got all these options. I got Kira. I got Jill. I got Brittany. Zachary Romeo nailed became, it. Romeo became the bachelor in paradise. And I don't know how, but he did because he's been playing the bachelor from way before the show, which, you know, he they kind of talked about the fact that he's been talking to a lot of these girls for a long time. This happens to very nerdy guys that come on the show. You can yeah. tell the men who have never dealt with options before or had the confidence for options or have been in the position of, you know, Romeo's Harvard guy, a little bit nerdy. 
right? And he comes on this show and it's ha- this happened last season too with some of the guys. You can tell the ones that are not, you know, ultimate power, ultimate corruption or corrupts ultimately. It's like, there's a, this is very Shakespearean. Like this is ego. This is Romeo. The rose went to his head. Romeo and Juliet or Juliet. Right. I, and, and I mean, Brittany, you could tell was not into it. He goes in for the kiss. Brittany even called it the most awkward moment of her life. This is a woman who was <laughs> accused of being a prostitute on another <laughs> season openly. Okay, yeah. that this was more awkward than someone saying that you were an escort. So yeah. it, it was like, I don't know, Romeo. And then he starts crying because he can't make the decision. It's like, it was like one of those things that you're like, oh my God, Romeo, you, you just, it's almost as if he took an ick grenade and exploded it so that no woman ever would want to fuck him. And he still ends up giving his rose to Jill after after all of that. Which, <laughs> after all that, Jill, who to me is the most like exhausting person on this on this on this beach, she more than Genevieve. They are in competition. Jill and Genevieve, they are like Jill. Her her interviews to me, like she turns it on for an interview for the in a way that I'm like. I, I, I'm like, and, and the way she went from no rose to rose, it was like, a, it was, it was two-faced because she's like quiet. She gets the rose from Romeo and then the next episode, so we'll go over the rose before we, but, but the minute she has control of a rose, the minute she's like, get out of my I face, it, fuck though. you, Romeo. I get it. Like there's, she had to get a fucking rose. She flew all the way to Mexico. Right. She's from Rhode Island. <laughs> a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. And it looks like, you know, I don't know what's going to happen because Aaron and James don't seem to be into Jill and neither does Rodney for next week. So what if she ends up giving her rose to Romeo again? Because there's just no one else there. Well, so we go, Romeo's still crying when we come back to the episode. Jacob, you know, you could tell Jacob doesn't have a lot going upstairs because three different women are like, okay, here's someone I can take advantage of. <laughs> like they all kind of pounce towards Jacob as someone that they can kind of like, <laughs> and, and you could even see it was, it was Lace, Haley, and Kira we're hoping for his rose. And you could even see Lace rolling her eyes at having to talk to him. Because <laughs> Lace, like Lace, Lace is a veteran, right? Like she came all the way back vet. here. We want to see more Lace or Luce. She, she was the best of the first episode. I thought she was <laughs> hilarious. And honestly, I think her and Jacob could have a vibe. So I am glad that he ended up giving her his rose. So here are the roses. It's Andrew and Teddy, Brandon and Serene, Michael and Sierra, Logan and Shanae, Casey and Brittany, Jacob and Lace, Justin and Genevieve, Johnny and Victoria, Romeo and Jill. And then going home is Kira, Hunter, Haley, and then the new uh, people that... Uh, and then, so then Haley. We got to pour one out for Haley. She really, she I, really was a hoot. She was so good. Let's give one more... We'll give one more cat scream for Just one more. Just one more. (laughs) Yeah. We love Haley. I I was upset to see, of all those to see go home, I was upset to see Kira go home. Kira felt like, I I will say, Kira felt like she came here to have a rocking time. She really did. And And she was down for the boom, boom room from the first second she got there. Uh, Listen, she's a doctor. This was her vacation. She came and she was ready to get fucked up. And that's exactly what she did. 
Kira had like moments where I was like, I don't know, um, like this person seems a little unhinged. <laughs> and then there were moments where I was like, I gotta hang out with Kira. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I was like, this it's is like the hottest, most open, ready to like party and have a great, she seemed like someone that it would be like, if you went on like a first date with her, it was like you were catching, like it felt like someone needed to go on a first date with Kira right as this taping started. Like she just wanted to she go out, a have a couple of shots, have a fun night, rub it on some random dude. Like, it, and I, her attitude like turned me on a little bit to her. Kira for Bachelorette. Kira for Bachelorette. <laughs> we Kira are a nipple touching. Kira, Haley, right. and Sally. I want all three of them as the Bachelorettes. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So now Aaron and James show up. What did you think when Aaron and James show up to the to the? I beach? loved it. I loved them last right. year. I think they're a fun dynamic duo. They don't take themselves too seriously. I love that they right. weren't wearing shirts. That's extremely important for me as a viewer. I want to see the abs. And I thought that they came in hot. Everybody was like, whoa. Because, I mean, this is Bachelor Nation royalty. I mean, everyone else is from Clayton's. Right. Season. Here's what I wrote down. James and Aaron show up. Best friends. The bouncers. I called them the bouncers. They look yes. like two bouncers working at one of the Venice Beach clubs. Um, they're given a double day card, which I loved. I was ready for that. Wanted to see them both together. I, I wrote fun, just like you're saying. They were fun. They added energy to the show. I felt like the show got turned on a notch the minute they showed up. Mm -hmm. I wrote, they're jacked. They have been working out together every day. You can tell it felt like they left the beach and went directly to a gold's gym and have been there till they Six. came back to the beach. 
and they're representing San Diego. Like every guy we always right. joke about is from San Diego. Aaron and James are the mascots of San Diego. They're representing <laughs> right. the last 50 men in, uh, from San Diego. So um, I'm glad they came in. Like, of course, this is what was going to happen with Genevieve and Shanae. Like, of course that they were going to choose them. But it's funny because Shanae called out Genevieve for sleeping with Aaron. And I would have liked to see that on camera of Aaron and Shanae talking about it. And maybe her trying to make a move on him because I thought she wanted to fuck him. It was very strange Here's the thing about Aaron and James. It seems like they care so little about a relationship that they do the dumbest possible thing for their love life. Like they were like, we're, we're two dudes. We have a double date card. Who should we take? Oh, let's take <laughs> Shanae and Genevieve. And they were like, there's no history here. What? They know each other? They care? You know, like, it It was like, how stupid are you? Like, this will obviously get in the way of you two. Like, especially James. Like, it feels like James reverts to sidekick role to Aaron. Mm, yeah. He's a little bit more um, type B, just like a little bit more submissive. Right. And it's like... It was just, it was interesting because Aaron gets his moment with Genevieve where we had heard they had maybe or maybe not hooked up before from Shanae. Why would James bring Shanae who didn't even seem to give him any attention when they were pulling people away in the beginning? Is that a real question though? We know why he picked Shanae. Why is that? Because the producers told him to, like obviously. Oh, I mean, I, I to me, I don't see. You're not thinking like that. I don't like live that. in I the world it. where producers are like, okay. like I, I, because if anything, I think these are human beings who also know that they want to be on camera the most. Okay. So I do think that James, you know, can do that on his own without a producer telling him, oh, you know, they there are people that produce them produce their Themselves. own show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Vial was famous for being both producer and bachelor. Mm -hmm. You know, that guy was writing scenes on the fly too. So yeah, I, yeah. I I think James to me, Aaron and James are producing themselves a little bit in that fact. And that's why it's weird that James kind of subverts to Aaron. Like he's building Aaron's story by inviting Shanae. Well, he's maybe not he building his love. own story. Maybe he just doesn't want to find love. He's just there for a good time. And Shanae is a good time. I think so. That, but that's, that's what makes the most sense to me is that like, they're like, we are here to just be two like bros partying on the beach and we will get our, cause James, if I do remember correctly, last Bachelor in Paradise mm -hmm. stayed way longer than I thought he would stay. He was going through every single girl. Like he was that guy. He was like the Jacob of last season. Like he was just whatever right. girl needed a rose. He was there all the way until the end. He was even with <laughs> Tia for a second. And then Tia went to Aaron. Um, I don't even, right, he, I don't even, right. he was with Victoria. Do you remember the other Victoria from Peter's season? And she was, she had that whole dramatic moment about having a boyfriend back home. And then she, there was just yes. something, there was a funny scene. We got, everyone got to watch that on YouTube, that Victoria and James. They scene, have their double hilarious. date. The double date looked fun. I mean, I don't know where they found this party. Chicken fights, limbo, dance competitions. Shanae and Genevieve seem seemingly find the out that each friends. other is a human being. Yeah, They're they become friends. friends. They now. can fight each other. It was very you know, arc in a rom-com-ish. Like, it, it was like the high point in a, a rom-com before everything falls apart. It felt like that. 
Yeah, yeah. I love them as friends. I want to see them take over the beach together and say, fuck all the other girls. <laughs> so then Ashley and Jared show up. Um, I, I'm not an they Ashley I and Jared fan. They never left the yeah. beach. They've been, you know, they've been on literally four seasons. If you count, like they got engaged on the show, right? They weren't even on the season and they came back to get engaged. <laughs> I think maybe even five seasons, they always show up. They always make an appearance. I don't know who buys them. The idea that they're here to get a vacation from their kid, like, stop it. You came here to the follower truck to pick up but more would people. You, do you it came for here a to check. be relevant. Would you do it yeah, for a the, the, the idea would you do that, it for a it's check? Like, I can only <laughs> believe so much. Like the idea that they are here, oh, the baby never stops crying. Where can we go on vacation? Oh, a place with no air conditioning and crabs running around? No, that's not what they're doing. That's not what they're doing. And then Ashley takes aside all the women. Notice how they didn't tape Jared taking aside the men to discuss love. Like, because they weren't talking about love. Jared wasn't sitting there with the men being like, hey, you know, I found love here. No, they're talking about fantasy football and, and who they want to bang the most. Ashley takes the women aside. They have this like weird, you know, everyone sit crisscross applesauce and let's discuss love. And what bothers me about Ashley I is she's sitting there talking about an extreme situation of how her and her partner came together and explaining it like it's fact. And it's, she's like, and if you keep after the same guy who says no to you over and over again, you two will be happy with a baby. No, that's not what happens. What usually happens is you've wasted your fucking time. It is like, it, it was as if it, it, it was like a lotto winner telling everyone at the gas station why they won the lottery from that buying the ticket there. Like, no, you got lucky. You got a very specific situation. It, it just was fraudulent. What did you think? I mean, like I said, I, th I think they should have been the host of the show um, because I don't uh, think they're going to be able to take it. I literally don't think right. they're going to leave because I saw in the trailer right. that they're still there. And Ashley is like sitting on the daybed. Like somebody tweeted the bitchlerette shout out to them. They're like low key think Ashley and Jared came here looking for a third. And honestly, it made a lot of sense. Right. Yeah. They're looking for a, uh, a third sponsored post from whoever will, <laughs> you know, sponsor their Instagram. I well then Teddy. So bag. then Rodney Get shows up. Rodney shows up. What did you think? Uh, Rod, beloved Rodney, five foot nothing, hundred and nothing, never loved, always the friend Rodney. What did you what did you think of Rodney? No, but Rodney's great. Like everybody says that he really is great. And like I've met him in person and like he literally is that positive and nice and great. So I mean I think it was Everybody awesome loves to Rodney. Everyone loves Rodney. No one has anything bad to say about him. So I'm sure maybe well, you can I'll come find up with something. something. Yeah, find something. Well, Rodney. Rodney, can he stop laughing in between every five words that he says? Rodney so. will talk and he'll, he'll be like, hey, everybody. <laughs> and you're like, Rodney, just get it out there. Just say it. Just take aside the woman that you like and let's let's get, get going. He takes aside Jill, which please, Rodney, don't. <laughs> and then he takes aside uh, Teddy, which it seems as though there's something a little bit there. But then Teddy takes Andrew aside to be like, if I'm questioning us, then I don't want to be here at all. Because Teddy seems to have come, said, she claims she has come to the beach to meet Andrew. They met. She's not 100%. If she's not 100% on Andrew, she doesn't want to be here at all. What did you think of that? 
I think that Teddy only took two weeks off of work. And I think that she, <laughs> this was her out. I think that right, the, right, the beach right. was too hot for her. She just wasn't enjoying it. And she just needed to get out of there as fast as possible. And that's exactly what she did. She pulled the Irish exit and yep. I respect it. And you know who I respected even more? I respected Teddy for being like, hey, I'm I, the, the one guy I was kind of into, I'm not into enough. So I'm going to leave. I'm not into mm-hmm. any of these other guys. Good for Teddy. I respected Andrew. Andrew did the most respectful version of getting dumped. You know, he's like, I, you know, he, and he even said, I tried the more I pushed, the more I pushed her away a little bit. So I backed off. I'm, you know, he, and Andrew looks like a mensch. Andrew looks like it it, it is a lesson for getting dumped because it makes, you know, I'm sure Teddy is even sitting there going, uh, I like you a little, a little bit more now because you took yeah. this dumping so great. He's a gentleman. He he was, and he he um. You can't force it. Like obviously, like no. he liked her, and you know she was into him. But you you can't force it. Sometimes someone's perfect on paper, and there's just no spark or connection. She was just like, I want to be all over you, and I just feel like I like right. kissing you, but I'm not like all. I don't. I like kissing you, but I don't want to fuck you. That's basically what she said. Well, it, it is. I mean, like I kept thinking. I was like, I wish I had seen. Genevieve getting the same dumping because she would make this person evil. Like Andrew made her, it was was like, I get it. You, you know, it hurts when someone says, I want to be all over you and I'm not. But what are you going to do? There's that, that doesn't mean you're not a, a, a worthy person. And Andrew, it just showed his confidence. I was like, I was like, so, and you hope he stays. And also here's the thing. Andrew is now in the, the catbird seat of this place because rose. he's, he had well. He doesn't have a rose. The women have the rose, but he. Oh. The women have the have rose, but also he's a guy. He's good looking, tall, and he's a guy who wanted to commit, who took it, the dumping. Well, someone is going to keep him around. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was a But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts. So let's go to the categories for this week. We're here with Zachary Reality at Zachary Reality on TikTok and Instagram. What was your would you rather, Zachary? Well, I said, would you be a producer puppet or be yourself? And the reason I said that Mm. is because some people, if they suck up to the producers and do what they say, they could get a lot farther along in the process because the producers want people who they can control. Well, they do. You you see this every Bachelor Bachelorette season. It's the person who's good at the interstitials. Well, the person that's good at going. So today 
We went to the park. Like the person who can deliver that line well becomes like a producer guy or girl, whatever. Who do you think is playing that part right now? Who do you think is a puppet? Who is puppet? Who is not puppet? Um, Well, certainly Romeo, I think, is a little bit of the puppet because he, I mean, I don't think that he wanted to give his rose to Jill. I think that he wanted to give it to someone else. He was trying to get to know Brittany. He wanted to kind of talk to Kira a little bit more. Interesting. And I think that Jill I mean, is getting it was a, a lot of airtime. I mean, it was a personal mistake. Well, Jill gets more off-camera interviews because she turns it on. You can tell. She's, True. She is off-beach interviews. She turns it on. She's facial reactions. She's, you know, talking shit. You know, she is a good which makes me not like, you know, into her anymore. But I, I don't know, Romeo, it was so, it was so not in his own favor to keep Jill. Like yeah. the fact that he couldn't see the idea that Romeo thought, oh, well, Jill will understand once I give uh-huh. her this rose and power. Like, yeah. no, she turned into the, 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 the you know, the, the villain we knew she would become. <laughs> no one was surprised when she broke up with him the next day, except right. for him if he was right. even surprised. So, I mean, and also on the other side, I think Teddy is just like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I am right. going to leave this show. I'm not listening to the producers. You know the producers wanted her to fall in love with Andrew, just like they want Brandon and Serene, but she could not fake it, and she wasn't going to do that. So I have respect for her. And mm-hmm. just a bigger conversation, like, I really don't actually have respect for people that only get engaged for TV, whether it's The Bachelor, mm-hmm. Love is Blind, any other show. We see this a lot. I don't fuck with it. I think it's fucked up if you're going to pretend to get engaged just for TV and money. Well, also, the engagement gets you away from having like a real conversation, as we saw with The Bachelorette and we saw with Rachel and turning down. um, Avon? Hey, Avon. um, Avon was like, hey, I like you, but I'm not going to get engaged to you. I'd like to see where this could go. And, And Rachel's like, well, I want engagement. Yeah, and it's respect. like that was the they really had conversation. That was a real conversation. Yeah, you know, if you go engagement means no conversation. It means everything's mm-hmm. butterflies and wonderful. We're not going to think of reality. So I agree with you. My would you rather would have a relationship or a teammate. So would you rather kind of do what Casey seems to be just signing up with Brittany? Let's just get to the next round, mm-hmm. right? Or would you rather be in the position of Serene and Brandon where minute one you're kind of in? Um, I mean, I think both work, but I would look for a relationship because it's a dating show. So I mean, right. I know it, right? I mean, if I'm going on the show, like I'm taking time out of my life. I want to look for a partner, a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So I would rather pick the relationship. And if it didn't work out, then I would just be like, all right, let me teammate this for a little bit. So, you know, I came all the way to Mexico and then kind of pull a deuce in the middle of it. See, I would find someone where we would both agree we are cool, but we're not into each other Alliance. for week one and two. An okay. alliance. I would go survivor we're on, we're on survivor. Route. Hey, you and I, and maybe that turned, that'd be a good rom-com. The alliance on a dating show that turns into something more. But mm. if before I got, I would be like, hey, you and me, let's team up. Let's make sure we get to like week four. We'll spread ourselves around, but we'll always make sure that we're honest with each other. We'll come back to each other. Hey, I've actually found someone. That I think that's easier than let me match with someone, tell them I like them, then go, they want to take me on the date and like do what Justin's doing, which is now he's with someone he doesn't even care about. Mm-hmm. For sure. No, I agree. 
Okay, so let's play a little fantasy sweet hometown or send home, okay? So this is a version of Fuck, Mary Kill. Okay. I'm going to give you three characters. You send one to the fantasy suite, you send one to the uh, hometown, hometown, or you send one home. Just like, get off my show. Gotcha. I took the three most annoying people from this episode. <laughs> Jill, Genevieve, and Romeo. Well, I think that I, oof, damn, this is hard. I'm going to go to the fantasy suite with Jill because I think we could get mm -hmm. really drunk and just like eat the munchies and just like talk shit all night and it would be right. fun because um, Jill's a good time. Like, you know, get Jill a little lit. She's she's a good time. I'm 100% with you. That was my fantasy suite choice as well. Jill is who I'm taking the fantasy suite. I'm with you. I think, I think I'm going to. For gonna, the same reasons. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to. Um, oh, I'll check out. Um, where, where does Romeo live? He's in New York City, I think. I think he's in New York City. Uh, honestly, let's go with Genevieve for the hometown because I know she is okay. from Boston, but she lives in West Hollywood now. So I wouldn't have to travel very far. I could just take an Uber. Um, okay. <laughs> and then I'm going to have to send home Romeo because it's, I, it's not working for me. Romeo's going to go to hometown. I, I'm flip-flopping. Okay. I'm with you on Jill because she seems like a fun time. So fantasy suites for Jill. I'm going hometown with Romeo. He seems like he'd be good with parents. He feels like he would be like, he is not made for dating show musical genitalia as this show is, you know, he's not up for multiple choices as, as a part, you know, who, who am I going to get with? He is, I think, built for a parent home meeting. So hometown Genevieve, I'm sending off the <laughs> island. I'm sending off the show. I couldn't deal with it. Just it, the 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 fall the the victimization is just I I can't I can't and she gets IG so much airtime she gets she, she is knows taking how to over do the it. show yeah she is it's too much IG rising star I just changed my last minute it? I was gonna say Genevieve okay. at first because of how much airtime she's getting like you, you can't not follow right. her because she's all over the show but I changed it to Haley just because she is getting my follow and I want everyone to follow her <laughs> she deserves hey. more. She deserves more. There, exactly. There's Haley. She, the ghost of Haley haunts us. We need it. I think she's going to get a spinoff show. Put her on Survivor. Some of these people I want to see on Survivor, right. actually. I'd like to see. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I had IG's rising star, James and Aaron. The minute they came on the show, Breath of Fresh Air, just the Bash Brothers. I mean, you could tell you fun will be had with those two. So I, I, I think people want to attach themselves to fun. Villain of the week, who'd you have? I mean, I only put Teddy because she didn't say goodbye to her friends. Her fucking friends were missed her. Right. They wanted to see her. Like, I know she wanted to dip out, but like she, Serene was really worried about her. Jill was really worried about her. Like, she could have just been like, guys, I'm leaving and I gotta go. Like, nothing. Or sent them a note, maybe a letter, like anything. Everyone was like, well, my friend, I'd be like, oh, I guess we're not friends. I guess we're not yeah. that close. Like, I, I, why wasn't there anybody that was like, oh, okay, cool. I don't have to like invite them to my wedding anymore. You know, like I'd be relieved that I didn't get a goodbye. I'd be like, okay. oh, good. Good to know. You know. Yeah. There's too many people I have to pretend to be friends with after this show. This is the biggest cast ever. So right. she's going to leave. And, all right. See ya, Teddy. She's back at work. She posted last night. She's back in the hospital. She's a nurse. Um, that's oh, the only question she answered. She said she got a lot of questions. So 
She um she, <laughs> she only can take two weeks off of work. Me anything. Ask me anything. Ask me anything. <laughs> I'm back at work. Bye. That's Good it. night. This was That's fun. The thing. Yeah. She couldn't take the time off of work, so she was only able to go for a week. I had the villain of the week as Genevieve, and I'm adding in Justin because Ooh. I think they are equally. And I, you, you made the point, Zachary. They're equally at fault because Justin had so many opportunities to just go, I guess I'll see ya. And he never did it. And it's like, it became annoying from both of them. Cause you're like, Justin, I expected better from Genevieve. I did not. And they are kind of made for each other in this volatile. Like they're the couple that you're like, they got to break up, but they could only be with one another. Like <laughs> it, it, it's just, I I'm annoyed at both of them to the point where I'm like, you got to get at Justin had his escape pod ready and he didn't get in it. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I blame them both. They're just not compatible people and they're not meant to be. At no. All. So who do you give this, uh, this week's rose to who won the week? Um, well, the, oh, I'm not going to say Haley again, but <laughs> Sally, <laughs> Sally won the fucking week because she didn't okay. have to do shit and she entertained all of us. Fair. I had Victoria. Victoria okay, floated fair. onto the beach, looking amazing. Everyone was already like beachy, wavy curls. Victoria comes in, you know, full makeup, nightclub ready, you know, like <laughs> Vegas beach party ready, mm -hmm. looking amazing, chilled out. She was set. Um, she was set against the backdrop of Genevieve. What was meing the whole two episodes? So she looks even cooler. Then she sees Justin kind of being wishy washy and she goes up to Johnny in the last second and touches his hand and he's making out with her and get, you know, like it's like in two seconds. And you're like, and it's funny because she was like, no one thought I, I'm, you know, as surprised as any of you to see me here. It's like none of us are surprised to see you here. No one and is surprised. Then, <laughs> no one was surprised to see you there at all. But uh, I, uh, I like that what you said. She really showed up to the Vegas club. She's like, I'm here for paradise. I'm like, no boo. Right. Two years ago, yes. But this year you're here for <laughs> the janky paradise. And it does seem like she has everything wrapped around her finger as far as I'm going to be here with also having fun. It won't get too serious for me. I'm going to have it all as, you know, in the way that Romeo can't. She's going to ride the wave and she can clearly get any guy she wants. I mean, Johnny was right. vibing with Hunter for the whole entire week. All Victoria had to right. do was bat an eyelash at the last second. And the she last got the rose. Second. Yeah. And Hunter's cute and seems cool. Hunter, like both times she's been on the show and it's been very short time. I've always been like, I don't understand why it's not connecting with her. Yeah. Like because she seems to be and she's always doing off camera interviews. she's doing the interviews a lot. She, like I'm like how did this not work for Hunter but it just seemingly doesn't connect. No, not for Hunter. She's maybe she's not aggressive enough or bold enough. She kind of just chills. Right. Well, do you have any uh, uh, thoughts on next week's episode, the previews that we saw for this season? I mean, it really looks like Ashley and Jared are not leaving. I don't know if they're they have like a right. three episode type of partnership. Um, they're also taking over the Instagram. They have an arc. So, so <laughs> we'll be seeing them. And I think I'm just really excited for Sally. Like, I think she's going to deliver. 
I think she's going for Justin. Like, we kind of saw that tease a little bit that there was some drama from the stagecoach. Right. And then Genevieve, I think, will move over to Aaron. And I think Shanae is going to be the girl with options. She has Logan. Now she has James. Who knows who else is going to come in? So, and then Rodney, who knows who he's going to take on a date? So I'm kind of excited to see it. I think Monday nights are a little bit better because kind of like you were saying, two episodes a week. So it's like Tuesday night, we're kind of over it. So Monday will be great. Right. The person who signs up for Sally has to be out of their minds. Like the, the idea that you're like, that you're like, oh, the woman that was engaged and then not engaged and then engaged and then not engaged and then engaged and then showed up to the island, then not going to the island, then went to yeah. the island and made the producer wait in the trunk. She's here. <laughs> Sign well, me up. Justin like, has I, a type. So maybe Justin, Justin has a type. That's your point. Right. So uh, very excited. Zachary, this was fantastic. Thank you for coming and co-hosting with me this week and uh, being an amazing guest with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And you are absolutely hilarious. So thank you for cracking me up. And yeah, everybody check me out at Zachary Reality. Go follow Zachary at Zachary Reality. Give him the tea, give him the recaps. Uh, the videos are awesome. I've, I've been browsing the account all morning as we got ready for today. So everyone go follow at Zachary Reality. It'll be in the bio and, uh, you know, tagged on everything. So make sure you go follow, follow, follow. I'm Jared Freed. We're here on The Bachelor every um, Wednesday after both episodes of Bachelor in Paradise. And we'll be back next week. Boom. <laughs> Bachelor Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amy Clackner. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. And be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to bachelor at betches.com. Batches.